What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Voice, and this is another episode of the Facts Project. Today, very special guest, Nasi Gifted, Pimpfest, Wakanda Ball, and also a PBS soldier. Thank you for being here, sir. Nah, uh, man, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, first of all, thank you for your patience and uh, your due diligence of making it happen, man, because that's all uh, you, I, know, I know we've been scheduling this and- Yes. And, you know, we had some scheduling conflicts, but I'm glad this is finally coming and, and the universe just got out of the way and made it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. So we we know first and foremost that September is a very big month for you. Um, yes, yes. More so than than most, a lot of people that that have known your work for, for many years understand what ChemFest is mm -hmm. and it's going into its eighth year. Yes. Can yes. you please, please tell the listening public about ChemFest? Uh, so ChemFest is, uh, uh, I'm going to say it's a passion project of mine. So mm -hmm. ChemFest is a celebration of Black animation, gaming, and comic book creators, uh, where we take that passion for gaming, animation, and comic books and explore the careers, I mean, the STEM career opportunities that are associated with it. Uh, I mean, just think about uh, any animation, any movie that you watch, right? There's a uh, thousands of job opportunities there so a lot of those are stem related and because you know our black and brown communities are always just on a consumer side of it we want to also be the creators of innovators in that industry so to be able to do that you know we wanted to introduce and expose uh young people and adults to those different career options that are there uh so we cannot just be um consumers, but be creators and innovators within this industry, man. And that's kind of like where Kempfest came from. Like that that whole thing of going into uh, uh, various towns and cities and seeing these different conventions, uh, but not seeing that those type of opportunities happening in the black and brown communities that um, I'm currently residing, uh, which is North New Jersey. Definitely, Jersey all day, by the way. My, myself being a Jersey resident, but but more so than anything, um, aside from ChemFest being a three day festival, yes. this is more of a this is more of a, a yearly thing for you. This is not just the, the yes. three days in September. This is a learning and educational community aspect that goes into it. And and yes. aside from just ChemFest itself, what what do you essentially do year round with the community, the city of Newark? going forth and how that revolves around just the festival itself? I mean, so initially it all started with, uh, you know, traveling across the country and, and uh, I had a whole personal uh, plight or personal mission to use comics to teach them. So I've been talking about diversity and then how we can use comics as a platform to introduce young people into the STEM fields, which is science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Uh, but of course, most people are now familiar with STEAM, so science, technology, using the arts, mm -hmm. engineering, and mathematics to be able to, you know, bring some excitement, some passion into uh, what, what these uh, STEM careers are from. Uh, for me, you know, I come from an engineering background, but I also was passionate about, you know, uh, comic books and animation and everything. 
I wasn't a big gamer. My brother was the gamer, but mm-hmm. I was a coach. So, you know, like <laughs> that's that's kind of like how our whole dynamics uh, worked out. He used to do these little gaming tournaments when we were younger, you know, as far as Nintendo and all of these things. And I used to just be rooting them on and everything. But there's some serious gamers out there not knowing that, you know, thinking that my brother was the number one in the household and maybe you know, on a block. But uh, when you go to the region and the state and all this stuff, man, you got people who put in that work, man. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy out there. But uh, just growing up, just having those different passions and not knowing that there was actually career opportunities that's associated with them, you know, uh, because most people tie you into, you know, things that they're familiar with. And I didn't grow up next to a game developer or comic book creators or anything like that. So I didn't know those were career paths I could pursue. Uh, but also I had a unique experience in high school and that's why I and, uh, got exposed to engineering through an engineer that looked like me. And mm. from that point on, that's what I wanted to become an engineer and be a problem solver and solve problems in my community. And that's kind of like how I look at KimFest as being able to solve a void that, that, that educational, I mean, that technology gap. Um, and, and, and also the, the gap within STEM where there's less than 5% of black and browns in that field. And then if you actually even graduate uh, I mean, and then we talk about, you know, just the statistics uh, throughout the country. Even if you graduate with a STEM degree, 38, uh, I mean, if you major in uh, some type of STEM field when you go into college, 38%, 38% uh, will change their major prior to graduation. Mm. Right? Then one out of 10 will, you know, actually get a job opportunity, you know, and so on and so forth. So being able to change that paradigm, change those dynamics, those statistics, is something that I'm looking to do with Kim Fest, our uh, graphic novel series, PD Soldier, and every other uh, po- project that we're a part of. Definitely, man. That, that That's amazing, by the way. Now, when we're talking about the contributive factors that Kim Fest has basically uh, been able to expand on within its eight yes. years, in the beginning, when you first brought this about, like it was more so like a Comic-Con, and then you sort yeah. of branched out. And mm-hmm. now you, you basically added an animation and film festival to it. You've added a marketplace. You've added uh, a fashion show. You've added yep. art, art and tech gallery to it. Uh, the, yep. What were these contributing factors to where people basically saw exactly what you were doing for the city of Newark and just felt the need to add their pieces along with it with you so they would feel, feel a part of the mission? Well, part I mean, part of it was Kim Fest initially was... A, a pop-up shop, right? Okay. So Kim Fest was a pop-up shop where we would do the annual event. I mean, it took, you know, it took a lot of planning, took a lot of energy, you know, uh, working full-time in education and doing PV Soldier and all that, you know, that that was it. But uh, doing this journey, you know, going to these different conventions and everything and just understanding that we needed a year-round presence. So one of the things that happened was, um, we talked to uh, the management company for uh, the Haynes and Co. building, and they loved the idea of us doing KimFest um, yeah. in the space. And we actually did it there in 2019. Uh, but I also saw an art convention there, North Arts Festival, in their same space uh, a, a couple of years before. And I was like, man, KimFest would do so, so well here. But what would the year-round peace be because we want KimFest to be KimFest and be what it is right so with that and we we pretty much expanded to where we developed because we always talk about the future right 
So we was like, man, and we, and I'm, you know, we already in Afrofuturism with the graphic novel series and everything. So it's like, look, we're going to do something really unique uh, and have people gravitate to it. We developed an Afrofuturism art and tech gallery called The Future is Black. And in there, we activated uh, a number of things. I mean, of course, the art and tech gallery where, you know, we have a, a number of artists from across the country um, who are featured in the space. Uh, we also, I mean, and we had four elements to Afrofuturism that we wanted to feature. Uh, one was art, the other one was fashion, then we have technology, and then the last piece was architecture. So the engineer in me, the, the um, visual artist in me pretty much said, look, you know, from, even from a social justice standpoint and how we look at, you know, um, what we want as a community, I, I said, okay, we always talk about the problem, but what's the solution, right? And what does the solution look like? Right. And that's where the whole lens of that Afrofuturism kind of came into it. So like, okay, you know, we, we, we want to talk, we want to attack police brutality. We want to attack, so, um, you know, uh, racial inequality and everything. But what would that look like in, in, the, in the world? What would, how would that future look like? And that's what we wanted to kind of depict uh, in our in our um, Afrofuturism art and tech gallery, or the futures black. Man, amazing! Now, aside from this, this year, yes, uh, with uh, with the end of the year, end of the month is usually when Kempfest is around the end of September. This yes. year, week prior, you're also sponsoring the Wakanda Ball. If you could talk yes. about that. Oh man! So the Wakanda. So we were to always talk. Part of our whole, we, we did a Kickstarter, right? So mm -hmm. part of the, the, the plight for the Kickstarter being that Afrofuturism is a term that um, uh, a certain sector of people know or are very familiar with. But what happens uh, when we talk about Wakanda, everyone is familiar with Wakanda, right? Yes, sir. So we talked about, all right, how do we bridge the two? Like for the people who know what's going on with Afrofuturism and then the, the people who don't know without explain, you know, without having to have a whole half an hour conversation with them. So the whole, uh, the whole campaign was like, look, we're looking to bring Wakanda to Newark. And that's been the whole mission. So when we were talking about bringing Wakanda to Newark, that was the whole Afrofuturism art and tech gallery. And, you know, and we talk about the future and with you know with that lens uh and then we was like man it would be great for us to do a, a wakanda and nook ball because we wanted to do an afrofuturism ball that's what this is is an afrofuturism ball right. but like once again it takes too much explaining to do uh you know with regards to what is afrofuturism and what fits in that category but everyone is so so familiar with wakanda so we was like look we're doing a Wakanda in North Ball, and we kind of went with that, and that's been our, that's actually the uh, the theme of our um, scholarship fundraiser, where we're looking to raise money to to uh, finance our STEM initiatives. So mm -hmm. we are looking to do more year-round programming. We want to be able to give out scholarships for film, uh, for animation uh, creators and and game developers. You know, to be able to give them some startup money because one of the things when we talk about inequity is being able to have this, the resources. You right. know, uh, animation where, like, with, even with PB Soldier, PB Soldier is written in episodes because we always saw it as a 30-minute 30 30-minute uh, um, animated series. Mm. So, but 
the capital that's needed to in in order to do an animated series is a lot higher um entry point that we was like look and I mean, we, we faced it, you know, uh, through our journey. So we want to be able to help others be able to do that and then be able to provide the computers, the, the technology that's needed to be able to do it and teach those type of uh, next generation of creators by teaching them game design and animation. Um, and that's where this, this whole ball came about. And we was like, man, we want to do Afrofuturism. We want to kind of tie in, you know, all the elements of everything that we're doing and, and be able to, to, you know, send a message to the community. Like, this is what it is. And and where do we see ourselves? Because I think about the, uh, I'm in education, right? So, you know, we were, you know, we were um, facing a pandemic for, uh, you know, like that two years, right? Yep. So there was a lot of babies born <laughs> in, in, huh. that, in that pandemic. So I'm like, so in 2040, those, those babies will be 20 years old. Mm -hmm. The job opportunities that's available right now won't be available for these young people, right? Right. How do we prepare that next generation for the job market that's coming? You know, so they won't be obsolete. So they won't be, uh, um, so they will be, you know, globally marketable, you know, and we talk about the metaverse, we talk about all of this stuff. Um, so being able to prepare them for those type of opportunities is something that we're doing with what we're doing with KimFest as well as the Wakanda in North Pole. So have you been able to align yourself with like fellow charities that are doing stuff with the youth already in Newark to where it kind of like collaborates with you to have yes. the ability to reach out to those kids and let them know exactly what the initiative is? Yes. So we did partner with one organization called STEAM Urban. Uh, STEAM Urban has been like facilitating a lot of our uh, STEAM activities that we're doing. We're doing slime making. Uh, we're doing art activations. We're doing a number of things. Uh, and like I said, from that, you know, uh, Afrofuturism lens, uh, so young people can actually see themselves as a part of the future and, and, being, and being a part of the change, you mm -hmm. know, uh, because everything that we all know stimulates from one place and one place only, and that's the ideas. And then right. the idea of being able to change the future or even be able to shape the future, you know, like even when we talk about Afrofuturism architecture, you know, like what are the buildings going to look like? What are the vehicles going to look like? Like all of those different things come from ideas, you know, and then we, and we build upon that, you know, uh, and then make it real. So I have this one concept of conceiving it in your mind, believe it in your heart and achieving it with your hands. But the first thing is be able to develop those mental models so you can actually start moving forward and making it concrete. So going from abstract to something that uh, is conceptually real is, you know, is a, is a process in itself. Absolutely, man. I love the mission statement. <laughs> now, now, as far as the Wakanda ball, just to go backwards a little bit. Yes. Um, when the introduction of that came about, the inspiration for, of course, we're talking about um, we're talking about Black Panther and and basically yes. the visuals of what we saw in 2018. Yes. How did that That's change right. your perspectives going forward? The movie itself. How did it change uh -huh. your perspectives going forward and what you wanted to create in the next four years leading up to today? Well, I mean, one of the things that. Uh, so I was already a part of that aspect of the movement when we talk about Afrofuturism. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for mass media, it's actually a great reference tool to when we talk about Afrofuturism. You know, we talk about technology, we talk about all of those things. We're like, hey, look at Wakanda. That's what we kind of want to shape and what we want to move to. So mm -hmm. 
being able to use that as a reference point to get people on a on a uh, a baseline level to be able to get a level of understanding of what you're talking about so they can actually visualize it themselves is where we were because I've been writing a graphic novel series uh, since 2008. We first published in 2012. So mm -hmm. we've been working our way up to this point since then. You right. know, uh, now it's just like I said, it has more of a catchphrase. It has more of an audience for it. And now more people are gravitating to it because of the Black Panther uh, movie. And then now we have Wakanda Forever coming out 11-11-2022, uh, you know, where we're, we're still riding that wave and then uh, like I said for the masses more people are putting a lens on you know what we see as what oh man what's up with this Afrofuturism what's up with this whole um uh just black uh black media in general uh, and how it can one be profitable and then also when we talk about diversity and then um having you know uh more people engaged on on, on the creative side of these different projects that's going on, because they mm -hmm. saw the success um, that happened when you had Ryan, Ryan Coogler being able to have creative control uh, of, of, of a particular project like that and, and make it, you know, uh, super successful. Right, right. Now, as far as putting putting Kemfest together and of course Wakanda Ball and, yes. and the all the the panels, the screenings, the special guests that are going into it. As far as when we talked about the, the mission statement going forth, is there any terms of ChemFest that you feel are underrepresented that you want to touch on in the future? Uh, well, I, I believe that the um, Animation Film Festival, uh, because it's a Black animation film festival, is one of the areas that we want to grow bigger and bigger. I mean, we get a number of submissions, um, but a number of people don't know that, uh, first of all, we focus on shorts. We're not doing features, right? Okay. So we're not doing full features because we know for that level of a project, it, it costs millions of dollars, which, you know, a number of people don't have. But you could do a three-minute short, and then you could submit that into our film festival. So being able to get more awareness about what we're doing, because in it, Animation is uh, is a certain niche market, and then black animation is an even smaller niche market. You know, just like when we talk about blacks and STEM and everything else, black and browns and STEM. You know, it, it becomes an even smaller and tighter market. So the awareness of it, um, you know, most most of our entries come from across the country and, and overseas. You know, of course, a mm. lot come from you know Nigeria, South Africa. You know, and all of those different areas. You know, uh, we where we have films being um, submitted from, but we do have certain pockets in the U.S. that that are doing things. And like I said, it's just really about the awareness, being able to contact you know these uh, colleges that are offering um, these various programs, and then having those uh, those individuals being able to submit, um, so we could be able to provide a larger platform for them to get more eyes on their projects and everything. But I believe that is the area where we want to grow a lot more because that is a is a healthy uh, um, job market there. You know, like I said, just watch an animated film and look at all of the credits. Right. All of those individuals who are involved in that project, those are all job opportunities that most of our black and brown individuals don't know about. Some of them are technical, some of them are degree oriented, but you know, just being in the know 
no, uh, it, it can definitely be something very lucrative for you, you know, as a career path, um, right. especially if it's something that you're already passionate about. Mm. Now, are all aspects of animation, are are all of them available for submission? So that's 2D, 3D, uh, digital, stop motion, all that? All, all, yes, all aspects of animation are available, um, even music videos, so animated music mm. videos as well. Okay. Uh, um, game trailers, we also um, have a category for those. And then we've, we've even opened up the categories for high school and college. The first year that we did it, we just did a student division. And then we found quickly found out that we need to be able to have a sub-level for high school students. Wow. So they don't compete with the college students and, you know, and they have their own, you know, they have their own um, category and everything. Uh, so, you know, all of those different things. And then also some of the resources that are available, you know, you have like uh, on an iPad, you have animate and, you know, some other things yeah. where you actually animate uh, some of the, you know, your uh, projects and everything at a, you know, at a lower cost than, you know, than, um, you know, someone who's using, you know, a Toon Boom or some, you know, some other platform in order to be able to create their animation. Right, right, right. Now, is um, me personally outside of Chemfest? I know you from PBS Soldier. Well, is, yes. is, is there any updates going forward about like basically the continuation of that series? I still see hints from time to time. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So we actually have Jason. Jason um, is coming. Uh, we actually have that book um, pretty much done, and then from there uh, we're gonna come out with PB Soldier. So uh, part two. Uh, uh, Oh, excuse me, The Awakening Part 2. And then from The Awakening Part 2, then we're going to come up with Jason and the Rose and Blue from the Concrete Part 2 as well. So all of those things are definitely happening uh, moving forward. And, you know, we just, I mean, we had it. We were just, uh, we wanted to have it at Kimfest. Right, right, <laughs> um, right. But the book, the book is actually done. Now we just got to go into print. So the book is actually done for Jason. It's got to go into print. Um, so that is actually looking to happen at the end, uh, middle of October, you know, because uh, Jason is Jason's story talks about an oncologist who's going rogue. Uh, I want to get too too deep into the story, but uh, you know, so we we also want to kind of connect it with breast cancer awareness month. So okay, um, that's, that's a part of that. Now, do you find yourself uh, still basically like roaming the circles of uh, the indie comic realm and, and still basically find time to like basically see any like uh, young fledgling artists and, and writers that are basically out there like push, uh, pushing the agenda and you get approached about people that want to start in comics and oh, everything yeah, like that? Does that happen all the time? Yes, all the time. Every time I go to a convention, every time we host an event um, in the space, uh, we always get the, you know, the, that next generation of creators who are looking to do stuff, who are looking for mentorship. Um, and I just try to, you know, I try to pour into them because somebody poured into me and, uh, you know, and, and I'm not charging for a master class or anything like that. I, I just like to pay it forward um, and, and just give them a roadmap and some mistakes that I made that they don't have to make those same mistakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now in, in talking about uh, ChemFest going forth into the future outside of this year, um, what what do you hope to what do you hope to gain in uh, in in this current one, and what do you hope to see basically in the next couple of years of how ChemFest can basically provide a lot more in depth look into the future? Well, we're looking at ChemFest as a training ground for that next generation of creators. So we're looking at ChemFest as where you would come if you were interested in you know gaming or animation and everything. 
uh, and get your training. Start, you know, get a get a get some uh, initial groundwork uh, within the field, and then you know, kind of get uh, get that foundation and, and be able to move forward. You know, with some type of skill set uh, to whatever the next level of training would be. You know, uh, as far as master classes. Uh, eight week courses and everything, because that was uh, one of the things that we wanted to do over the summer uh, with uh, have, uh, um, and uh, you know, like an eight week intensive uh, for game game development and animation with something that we're going to push forward for next year. We're looking at trying to do some grants uh, and some other things so we can be able to do those type of things uh, with young people so they can actually have that foundation and, and be more more marketable. Definitely. Now, have you taken any opportunities to basically try to implement KimFest into the into the the Newark public school system? Uh, we we have not done that only because it's a conflict of interest. Okay. You know, you know conflict of interest personally, um, but uh, as if I was to step away from this role, I can be able to integrate it a little more or less seamlessly, uh, and then also just being able to. Um, get a couple of grant opportunities so we can hire staff and mm. then we can actually be able to do that because then you know uh, we are you know basically a three to four man uh, with, with uh, help and volunteers you know kind of kind of making it all happen uh, so with that you know we, we we are limited in in what we can you know like physically do at the time but you know we still have the passion and everything else that we're looking to be able to expand because um, the 10th annual, uh, we're looking to do something in Miami to you know, make it broader and everything, and then be wow. able to move Kempest to a couple of other cities, you know, so they can actually uh, experience it in those cities as well. All right. So as far as Wakanda Ball and Kempest, uh, please, if you would, if anybody wanted to reach out to you and contribute to, to your mission, totally. like, like basically, how would they be able to do so? Uh, so you can reach us at Kimfest, which is K-H-E-M-F-E-S-T.com. That you uh, that that's our uh, general website on social media. It's Kimfest, K-H-E-M-F-E-S-T. Uh, you know, uh, uh, with regards to all of the things that we're doing, with regards to the Wakanda Ball, you can actually, you know, uh, go to our Eventbrite page. Uh, either purchase a ticket or even make a donation, um, you know, with regards to and you, you like what we're doing, you want to help us expand um, some of the things that we're doing, you know, you could actually look to partner you know, or, or sponsor some of the activities that we're doing. Uh, but all of the things that we're doing is a part of, you know, like I said, our STEM initiatives that we try to push forward to, you know, help inspire that next generation of creators, man. And that's, that's been our whole mission you know, and KimFest has been a platform to be able to introduce, expose, and, you know, bring that level of family entertainment because we, we have this whole village concept with everything that we do. And when you come to KimFest, it's like that whole, you know, uh, family cookout, you know, family reunion type of thing because um, everyone is on the ground level with it. You know, so even our guests, you know, like you could touch them, you could, you could talk to them, you could actually have access to them and everything. Um, they, they're not you know, uh, put up in the stands and, you know, and all the, I mean, some, some people, you know, we have a little more security, but you can say hi, you can take a picture, you know, you can do all of those things with them uh, without uh, much resistance and everything, because it's just that type of vibe and everything. Um, like, even with our staging, we kind of try to keep it, you know, like, so you don't feel uh, like they, they, they're way up in the rafters and you have no access to them and everything. So, 
uh, that's that's the that's the vibe, that's the energy that we want to bring forth, and and we you know we just try to put together a quality show uh, that that's family family friendly. We will bring out the whole family, um, and then learn something. You know, you can have fun and learn something. Right. So that's that's what it's all about for us. I mean, and like I said, me being an educator all these years, that's that's kind of like something that I'm into. For sure, for sure. Now, see, look, I appreciate the initiative that you're putting forward by basically doing ChemFest in its eighth year and basically pushing out a a construct about Afrofuturism and holding the youth accountable for exactly what they're creating and bolstering up this, this, this these young people for exactly what they need for for the future. So oh, yeah. thank you for doing this with me. I appreciate it. No, man, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. And I, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad we were able to come together and make it happen, man. That, that's, right. that's, you know, that's the energy, that's the universe, uh, you know, a full, full, you know, full swing, full revolution with it, man. So I'm, I'm just ecstatic, man, that all of these things are just happening. And I'm humble. Like, it, it never takes me, I'm like, I'm, I never feel like um, I'm above or anything. I'm just doing the work. And being that Amen. I'm doing the work, it just, it just makes things happen, man. I, I don't even I don't even take time to enjoy all this. I just I just go on to the next project. <laughs> That's what's happening. So from Nasi gifted ChemFest. So we got a couple weeks left for Wakanda Ball as well as ChemFest at the end of the month. Go out there and contr- either donate or buy some tickets. Go yeah, out there right definitely. here in the Jersey area within the within the Tri-City area. So you can bet definitely get to see Nasi and see his whole initiative in full swing. So for James Graham Master Facts Boys. Now see gifted for Chemfest. We are out. Mm-hmm.